Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You ready? L- l- let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, Connect with furthering fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. Not only, not only um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men, and God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that, and I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. Welcome. Hallelujah. Welcome, 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 welcome to another Further and Father and Radio show. I am your host, Pastor Jeremy Maynard. Here in the New York, excited to be alive. Yes, 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 yes. We've been hitting hard and heavy. I'm talking about generational curses. Yes, it's something that since we're formed it in iniquity. Um, in, in born in sin and shaped in iniquity, we all have to deal with sin. Sin is an issue for all of us. But there's some things that we're born into, you know, um, some things that we're born into that, that, that we want to end with us, just straight out. We just want to end with us so that we pass uh, down a cleaner slate to our children. So, the first thing you do when breaking a generational curse is go to the father who made you. You know, when, when, whenever there's a recall, you've got to take it back to the manufacturer for, for the issue to be rectified. So we always uh, want to go to our heavenly father uh, 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 when we want to deal with generational curses. Um, uh, with anything, we want to share wisdom through a, a multitude of counsel or purposes established. So I'm going to go to... Matthew 17, but I'm not just going to read one verse. I'm going to read seven. Seven is the number of, uh, of uh, perfection, the number of maturity, the number of completion, right? So Matthew 17, verses 14 to 21. <laughs> A lot of sevens in there. Okay. And it reads as follows. 
And when they come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, generational, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. He's gone crazy. For oft times he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus said, answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation. There's part of the cause, faithlessness and perverseness, right? O faithless and perverse nation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you, allow you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say to you, if ye have faith, As the grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. Howbeit, this kind, this kind of curse, this kind of demon, this kind of problem, this kind of issue, going out, not prayer and fasting. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for you are teaching us the process of dealing with generational curses, of dealing with issues that we don't want to see propagate and perpetuate from generation to generation. Bless us, Lord, as fathers, as we echo the ultimate father, the Aleph, Bet Aleph, Abba. Help us, Lord, as fathers, to operate in the wisdom, in the pattern, in the promise, purpose, in the power of God so that we can make that stand and break, snap over our legs like Bo Jackson did back. Snap over our leg, break generational curses in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Well, this 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 is brought to you by the Haven Church of New York, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. And speaking of the truth, that's what we've been discussing every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, on Facebook and on YouTube. You can find it on the Jeremy Anthony Maynard Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube channel. Uh, Look us up. Listen back to the old ones. Uh, It is a powerful time of growing in grace in a safe place where the truth makes us free. It is also brought to us by, it is also brought to us by Furthering Fathering. (laughs) Hallelujah. Uh, Look for us to, Relaunch our our presence, our our our, our presence on, on the web, and our presence in, in in various towns, specifically New York 
in Atlanta and, and look for a, a great outpouring of, of goodness where fatherhood is concerned. Yes, 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 yes. So um, I got the word out late. A lot of, a lot of uh, things blocked me from, you know, a lot of busyness blocked me from promoting this, this today's show as much as I would have liked to. So I'm not expecting a lot of calls today, um, but I came prepared. <laughs> Hallelujah. I came prepared. So anybody who knows me knows that that number seven is valuable to me. Um, it, 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 God keeps speaking to me in sevens. And when it comes to curses, uh, there's seven things, seven areas that he showed, he showed me that, that uh, it's important for us to grow in, uh, not just grow in, but to live out, to understand be serious about, not play with, uh, if we want to break generational curses, because the beings that are responsible for generational curses are very, very serious about killing you, very, very serious about destroying uh, your vision, your dream, uh, very, very serious about injuring you and damaging you. And they're, not, and they're serious about not just damaging you, but your generations, your children and your children's children. And the word says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children and his children's children. And God even said that he blesses to the third to the third and fourth generation. He also punishes to the third and fourth generation. Uh-huh. So we want to think generationally. And when it comes to generational uh, curses, you have to understand what a curse is. Uh, what a curse is is not just—it's not using just using profanity. It's it, a, a curse is a spiritual thing. Oh, oh, God has blessed us with authority, especially on earth, with our mouth, with our heart, with our mind, and God has blessed us with that authority, so that uh, uh, we can uh, uh, maintain, superintend the world. That means we are set up as managers, <laughs> uh, general managers of the world. And because of the fall, because of, of sin, an abdication, we've abdicated the responsibility, the spiritual responsibility first and foremost, and uh, uh, for a false sense of power, a false sense of, uh, of, of uh, ownership, we, um, we abdicated authority, and we still abdicate it by what we say, what we allow, and what can we continue to allow, what we normalize. So the beginning, the very first thing that we have to be uh, cognizant of is lies and deception and how we perceive things, uh, that, that we have limited perception. And we're very easily fooled, tricked, baboozled, hoodwinked, <laughs> run amok, led astray, all the other, all the other things that Malcolm X said in that speech. But, but it applies on a broader and grander scale than merely uh, dealing with racism, oppression, and things like that. When you're dealing with a generational curse, you're dealing with, with contracts, and contracts are, are written based on 
someone's uh, uh, desperation uh, and allowing a demonic entity to have a rule and reign that was designed for us to have. And what happens is a person desires uh, 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 someone to like them. They desire to keep something or lose something. And they seek a sayer. They seek an obiaman. They seek a voodoo priest. They seek a, a, a witch. They seek uh, uh, someone who claims they have answers, a new age uh, guru. And, and, and they, what they open themselves up to uh, allows for entry into our realm. And we operate from then on based in a lie. So the first thing you need, because it's happened in the past, generations before it got to you, the truth. You need the truth. Number one, you need a relationship, an unconditional relationship with the truth. You have to be for the truth, whether it's for you or against you. And when it's against you, you have to be willing to make changes to be in alignment with the truth. The truth makes us free. Not our perception makes us free. Our perception can make us prideful and arrogant. How we see things and understand things has its limitations. That's why the word says, Purposes are established by a multitude of counsel. They're not established by yourself. The very first counsel you should seek is God. Right? We saw in the story that they, the, the, the man went to the disciples first. They went, he went to other men that are holy, but not God. So, he did not get the answer he was looking for, the freedom for his son, who had lost his mind. He didn't just misplace it. It was actually stolen. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, it was a joyride, a demonic joyride was, having, was being had inside his son. And he wanted his son free. See, he was seeking healing not fully understanding that healing was not merely of something clinical. We like to talk about clinical. We like to, to break things down to science. But some things go beyond physical and go to the spiritual. So the disciples tried to pray, but they have limited knowledge and limited power. So there was a limit to what they could do. Matter of fact, they had to ask later on of, of what they needed to do. <laughs> so truth is the first thing you need to break a generational curse. If, if alcoholism, abuse, if, if, if uh, uh, negativity, uh, 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 sexual immorality, 
if there's a murdering spirit, a killing spirit in your in your family where 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 people young people keep dying or or men keep dying or women keep dying. That's a generational curse. There was a contract that that, that happened before, and uh, someone is paying for that. Your family is paying for that later on. Remember, the, uh, in all uh, that type of lending, what it's called, or what was that lending called again, where there's a balloon payment at the end, um, uh, 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 you know, the, the uh, credit default swaps are based on, on that type of lending. Uh, where they, 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 there's variable rates, and, and your rate jumps up all of a sudden on you. Well, that's how generational curses work. Uh, uh, it, it may start off with a little joy as a teen, right? And, and you, you, you uh, un, unwittingly start writing a contract with the enemy, uh, and, and you jokingly say uh, uh, if, uh, uh, you make a bet with the enemy, and you lose that bet. <laughs> and you think you're just going on in life and stuff is just happening. But it isn't until the generations later that the, 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 the payment is due. So the first thing you need is truth. Get out of the lies. Get out of the, 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 the deception. Because deception is truth with just slightly altered. You just, you just have to have one little thing off. And you are deceived, right? So, so the second thing you need is prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting, going to the source, but also giving up of the flesh. If you are interceding on behalf of your generation. It's not just going to the source. It's also something that you have to sacrifice. Because you have to understand, to form the curse, very often there's a sacrifice. To form the curse, very often there's a sacrifice. Then blood is required later on. So you have to be willing to go to God in prayer. And this is not your regular prayer. This is some binding the enemy prayer. This is vanquishing and exiling the enemy prayer. This is, this is taking captive and casting out prayer. And this is some, some bold, vivacious honesty that you're going to God in. It's powerful. It's not, it's not, there's no timidity in it. It's serious. There's no joking in it. You are going to God on behalf of your generation, forgiving the past and blessing the future. So you have to pray, pray, and you must fast. Number three. Number three is you must have counseling. You know, nowadays they talk about family counseling, marriage counseling. You could call, you could go online and get counseling. But the Word of God says that you're supposed to, 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 to uh, 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 you're supposed to admit because you have the truth, 
And because you have you you've been praying and fasting, and you're going through you, you you're now coming to counseling, where you're trying to seek wisdom. The goal of counseling is to receive the requisite wisdom to walk in power, to walk in love, and to walk in a sound mind. So you need wisdom. It says purposes are established by a multitude of counsel with wise counsel make war. This is spiritual warfare. So sometimes you have to, you, you see those old movies where, where, where well, I won't get into because uh, I have kind of some issues with the, with the anyway, I was going to talk about the exorcism, about exorcism. Exorcism is casting out demons. It is breaking generational curses. But it, the priest has the priest has to have something vested, be the papa or the mama or the grandmama or the uncle or somebody in the family. But if that's not enough. It says that you take it to the righteous. It says when you when you when you when you admit when you when you come to admission and you release the issue to someone else who is righteous. It says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. So it's coming back to prayer. See, see, your counseling should come from someone who's also seeking victory from God, someone who has been faithful, someone who has a track record of victory. So that's who you are going to for wisdom. You're going to for wisdom for someone who's been there, done that, has the trophy and the T-shirt. Next, that's number three. So truth, one. Prayer and fasting, two. Wisdom, three. Now accountability. You must be accountable to those who are counseling you. You must be accountable to God. You must be accountable to those, to your generation. And your accountability comes with your time, your talent, your treasure, your relationships, and your opportunity. You have to invest, invest time. You have to invest talent. You have to invest treasures, money, gifts, giving. You have to invest relationships. That's also part of the seeking wisdom but it's also blessing others who come after you with similar issues. And then you have to invest in opportunities. Uh, of one of the generational curses that many struggle from is procrastination. And your faith must be a right now faith. And so must your power must be a right now power. And your love must be a right now love. And your sound mind must apply to being diligent, so that accountability leads 
to righteous diligence. Next, number five, you need replacement actions. For the actions that you are rebuking the enemy for, you must have replacement actions. If your action is obesity, your replacement action might be exercise. If your action is alcohol, your replacement action could be counsel, counseling others in something that they're struggling in. Your replacement action could be spending time with elders or with young folks, blessing them, doing, putting your hand in the ground and helping others. If your transformation comes through your service. You serve God and you serve others. It's part of honoring that first commandment when, when it says to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like unto the first, that you love your neighbor as yourself. So service in humility leads to transformation. Number six. Number six is you must not only have a plan, you must stick to your plan. See, it goes back to accountability. Your plan is a continuance of the application of the truth, of the prayer and fasting, of the wisdom, of the accountability, and of the transformation, the replacement actions. And number seven is your commitment. You have to have a schedule that incorporates your victory, your family's victory, family time, time to share wisdom, prayer time together, fasting together, seeking God together, learning and admitting the truth together, humbling yourselves together, seeking wisdom together, being accountable together, transforming together, and planning together. You plan together, and that becomes your commitment to the victory of your family. So number one, truth. You must ascertain and be for the truth whether it's for you or against you. Number two, you have to pray. Pray without ceasing. Just because you don't get the answers the first time, don't be like that man in the commercial who goes to, the, to work out one time, runs around the gym, and comes back and jumps back on the scale to see if he lost weight. Sometimes you have to wait while waiting without the weight. Sometimes you have to wait on others, serve, while you wait on God to answer, because he's answering you progressively. He's changing. He's pulling you out. You don't just get pulled out of quicksand. Sometimes you've got to be pulled out of quicksand piece by piece because the weight is pulling you down at the same time, and you don't want to break something to be free. 
you want to come out whole. Freedom and wholeness go together. Oh, my goodness. Freedom and wholeness go together. So we want to have truth, pray and fast, seek wisdom, be accountable, transform by the renewing of your mind, have a plan, and be committed. That's how we break generational curses. It's easy to say, but life is in the doing. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for victory in the truth, that we can come to you in prayer, that we can silence our flesh in fasting, that we can seek wisdom that you've given us, and we can seek wisdom in your word, we can seek wisdom that you've given others. We can seek wisdom by observing. Hallelujah. We can study to show ourselves approved. Thank you, Lord, that we, lead, we, we conform not to the ways of this world, but we, number five, we seek transformation and replacement action by the renewing of our mind. Behold, all things are become new. Number six, Lord, help us, Lord, to plan, to diligently plan and do. And number seven, Lord, help us to be committed. Teach us to number our days so that we may apply our hearts to wisdom so that generations may be free. In the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Until next week, we love you. This is Furthering Fathering, where fatherhood is elevated, families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. We love you. Until next week, bye-bye.